right. Today, I'm going to talk about <laughs> where I am in my life, the season that I'm in. And maybe you can relate to it. Maybe you can't. And maybe a friend of yours can. So I really encourage you to listen to this, share it, because what happens for us women is we tend to, and I'm speaking for myself here, maybe this is not you, suffer in silence. I'm going through a season in my life right now where I'm kind of just, I don't know, I feel a little lost. And what's so weird is I have really amazing things going on in my life. And at the same time, this feeling of unsettled is there. So that's what I want to talk about today. Welcome to the Becky Kohlberg Show, where we're going to have real, raw, and honest talk about our bodies and their beauty. This last holiday season, now depend when you see this, uh, this is February 2024. Um, this last holiday season, about mid-November, I decided that it was a good idea to just chill and kind of take a little bit of time off through the holidays. And by time off, I mean hiking, walking, and eating well, okay? I, I'm just going to come right out there and just lay it out on the line by what I mean. Um, I told myself that it's temporary. It's just a season. I'm, I'm resting. <laughs> I did a lot last year. I hiked the equivalent of Mount Everest. I did my first half marathon. I hiked to Clouds Rest. I did a lot of training last year. And, and honestly, I was tired. I felt tired. So I chose to honor myself. And how I did that was really through sitting around, watching social media, and I'm going to just really call myself out on this, eating gluttonous amounts of sugar. And I'll be honest, I wasn't even enjoying it. And I kept telling myself, this is temporary. This is temporary. And, and it is. I know it's temporary. And I remember that the previous year, I went through a season where I felt like I had lost my mojo. And then I got it back. Come January, I got it back. So I kind of thought that that would happen again this year. Well, come January, I didn't really get my mojo back. <laughs> I didn't get out of that season. And quite honestly, I put on some weight and I'm in this place where, oh my gosh, like my clothes are really tight and I refuse to buy any new clothes that are bigger and I'm uncomfortable and it's harder to hike. I've started hiking again. It's harder to walk. And so things are more uncomfortable for me. Now, depending upon your size, you might be looking at me going, oh, come on, Becky. It's not that big of a deal. When you're used to having a certain body size, and you increase weight, especially quickly, like 10 pounds in six weeks, um, it tends to weigh you down, not just physically, but also mentally as well. I'm like, so now I'm in the season and it's almost like it's not a season anymore. It's kind of my life. This is where it is. What do I do? How do I get out of this? How do I move forward? Do I accept this is where I am now and this is my life? Or do I make changes? And I'll be honest, the, the eating disorder side of me that is recovered, but it always lays dormant there. Restrict, Becky, restrict. Go on a strict diet and lose the weight and then deal with it, right? Just lose the weight. Well, 
I've been there, done that, and I'm choosing not to do that this time. What I have been doing is I've been taking on one new thing. Okay, drink my water every day. I started walking every day. And by walking, I don't mean at the fastest pace I can possibly walk. I mean, I'm getting my butt outside and I'm walking and it feels so good. During my time off, I really didn't even walk. Or if I did walk, it was like 15 minutes. Now, there's nothing wrong with walking for 15 minutes. That just wasn't what I was used to. And I told myself, at least I'm getting out. And that is true. That is true. I gave myself grace for that. So now that I'm getting back to walking more, I'm really being faithful about getting in my water intake. And one of the biggest things for me that I decided at the beginning of January was to get rid of the sugar, to stop with the sugar. And for me, I, I have an addictive personality and I know that's kind of victim-y, but we'll just go with it for now. When I eat sugar, I want more sugar. And when I have more sugar, I want more sugar. And, and it just becomes this cycle over and over again that I, I need more sugar, I want more sugar. And it's literally all I think about is when am I gonna get my next sugar fix? The beginning of this year, back in January, we're in early February now, I decided come January 1st, that was it. That, that was going to be the one thing I was going to eliminate. And that was sugar. And by that, I mean desserts, cookies, cake, ice cream, candy. I'm a huge candy person. I used to be. And so I, I just literally ripped the Band-Aid off and said, no more sugar. And I bet it was about 10 days into January that I didn't wake up thinking about sugar. I didn't eat a meal and think I need to have some sugar. It was, it took a little, it took a few days. And then I stopped thinking about sugar towards the end of January. My husband had a birthday. I had a birthday party for him and I made a dessert and I decided I was going to eat the dessert. I ate the dessert. Uh, during that weekend, I had another dessert. And then when the weekend was over, I was done. And going into the new week, I didn't think about the, the sugar. I didn't think about it. I didn't want it again. So today I had this huge aha, and that is that I can be a seasonal sugar eater. However, I get to really keep a watch on that um, because I ate the sugar, I moved on, and now it's like, okay, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't need to have the sugar, and that feels like I'm in control. It feels really really good. So if you can relate to that, eliminate sugar. I mean that, that's really. It sounds easy, and I know that it can be hard, uh, depending on what your level of sugar intake is. If you use it as a pick-me-up, if you use it as a way to check out, and I'll be honest, I was checking out with sugar. During the holidays, it was just like gluttonous eating, and I was checking out, and I wasn't even self-honoring. I wasn't rejuvenating myself. I was actually doing the opposite. I was... I was deteriorating my health and my energy and all the things were just literally just dragging down, dragging down, dragging down. And pretty soon it's like my anchors, my butt is this anchor that I'm carrying around and dragging around. It's so funny. We're moving into Chinese New Year and it's the year of the dragon. And I, and I have this picture in my mind. You're either dragging like your dragon around or you're dragging. Uh, so what's it going to be? Are you going to be the dragon? 
are you going to be dragon? I don't want to be dragon anymore. I do not want to be dragon anymore. I want to be dragon. So little tidbit for you. You're welcome. I noticed that I was really checking out and I was really checking out with sugar and I, I don't want to do that anymore. And so here, here it is. This is my confession. I'm, I'm really sharing with you what, um, what it was for me. Uh, so now that I'm here, I'm in this space, not having sugar, feeling good about that. I'm still feeling that funk. Okay. I still got a little residue of the funk. Well, our family just took a big blow. We just had somebody, a death in our family. It was totally unexpected. It was a tough one. Yeah. I can see where that's going to knock me down a little bit and well, a lot, let's be honest. And I was down before that. So it wasn't like, mm, like that was it. So what's really going on here? So I'm going to share a few things that, that I'm working on to get through this season and at the same time, honor my body and myself in a rejuvenating way. There's a difference between checking out and self-honoring and rejuvenating and resting. All right. So moving on, I'm going to give you five tips that I'm personally using and I'm having my clients use to get out of this funk and to be proactive next year in case the funk comes back. All right. Number one, about a week and a half ago, I met with my mastermind that is masterminding with the uh, intentional life planner that I created and they're clients of mine. And we were all talking about how we're feeling like we're coming out of this funk from the holidays and setting goals and all of that is helping propel. And so I thought, what if, you know, we had a time machine and we could go back to November or December, whenever it was that it started? Well, obviously we don't have a time machine, unfortunately, right? I've kind of bummed out about that. So what if we prepared for this year and wrote a letter to ourselves and say, hey, this is what I would have done differently if I had to do it over again. So we wrote letters to ourselves and I have mine right here that says, wait to open until November 5th, 2024. So write a letter to yourself and date it and let, you, let yourself know when you're going to open it. What would you have done differently? For me, I would have moved my body more regularly. I would have definitely kept up with my water intake and I would not have gluttonously consumed sugar. I might feel differently come November of this year. And at least I have a record of it to where I can say, Hey, Becky, open this. This is a letter from your past self to your future self for today. Oh, that is a tough one to wrap around. Okay. Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. So write a letter to yourself and put it aside so you can open it as a reminder to go through it a little bit better. Number two, without a doubt, I would not gluttonously consume sugar. And if you are someone who has a sugar addiction, I feel you. I feel you. I, I get you. And it's time to put down the sugar. It's time to just say enough's enough and rip the bandaid off and eliminate sugar from your, from your meal plans, from your diet, because 
for me and it might be the same for you. And if it's not, I get it. My husband's a salami guy. He likes the, the savory stuff where I'm the sweet. And so stop with the sugar. Just go cold turkey. There's no easy way to do it. There's no like, you know, oh, I'll, I'll reduce it by one candy bar today. No, just rip the bandaid off and just do it. Your, your future self will thank you. Um, I promise you. All right. Number three, number three, move your body. I have started walking again every day and I'm committed to getting 10,000 steps per day. Today is day five of doing this. And I can tell you that already the number one difference, the number one difference is I'm sleeping better. Okay. Hello. If you're at over 50, getting good sleep is it's priceless. So the moving my body more regularly is helping me sleep better. I'm doing it to, to increase my energy. Move your body regularly, whatever that looks like for you. A minimum of 30 minutes, 15. I know for me, 15 is just not enough. It really gets to be 30 or more. And I know I truly get the benefits from 60 minutes or more. That's me. You get to decide what's best for you. Number four is increase for me. I'm, 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 this is for me. Okay. You get to know your body. What's best for you. Increase my level of protein. I know that when I have more sugar, my protein goes down. When I have more protein, my sugar goes down or completely eliminates. Um, one of the things I also notice, kind of a whole side note here, is that I snack more when I drink less water. And when I drink more water, I snack less. So um, having a higher level of protein, whatever that looks like for you, it works for me because it keeps me satiated longer. And when I'm satiated, I'm happy. <laughs> All right. Number five, number five, do not numb out on fill in the blank, social media, eating sugar, drinking wine, whatever it is for you. For me, I totally numbed out on social media during the holidays. I was just like really consuming a lot of social media and I don't even know how much it was a lot. I really, really checked out. So if you're in a season of your life where you're looking to feel rested, you're looking to feel rejuvenated, do things that truly make you feel rested and rejuvenated. I noticed that during this time, uh, during the holidays where I was, uh, you know, resting, I wasn't resting. I was checking out. I mean, let call it what it is. I was totally checking out. And in that state, each day eroded a little bit of me, I think every day eroded just a little bit and to where here I am now pulling myself out of it. I wasn't rested. I wasn't rejuvenated. I was numb. So I'm coming back to life. I'm feeling more. I'm engaging more. I'm doing things that will actually help me feel rested and rejuvenated. Like I said, moving my body, drinking more water, eat, not eating sugar, and um, I'm meditating more. I've been actually having phone conversations with friends or um, my husband's been home more. So he and I've been talking more. So engage and connect with people. That really helps me not to check out. And I'll add to that. If you're someone who during 2020... <laughs> that fabulous year when we went to shut down 
And if you're an introvert, like I am, you're like, are you kidding me? This is fantastic. This is fan freaking tastic that I get to stay home. I don't have to see anybody and I can, I don't have to apologize for it. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm normally doing. And that was great. That was great. And then what happened over time, a long period of time of doing that, you loss of connection, loss of interaction and getting more and more comfortable with wearing the sweats, not putting on makeup, not doing my hair, all those things that now it's like, oh my gosh, I got dressed. I put on lipstick and I put on jewelry today and I went out of the house and I talked to people. So getting out and connecting with people face to face, not through texting, not through messenger, a phone call is okay if it's someone that lives far away. Get together with people in person. It is, that is rejuvenating. That's rejuvenating for me. And I'm guessing it's rejuvenating for you too. Okay. I hope this has been helpful. And I hope that for me, I get out of this and I'm better on the other end. And I hope for you that if you are still watching this, I'm guessing this has resonated with you. And I'm hoping that you have gotten a nugget out of this. And if you have, please comment down below so that I know that this did resonate with you. And as always, make sure you follow me and like this video and comment and share with your friends. This is one of those that, yeah, I'm going to say share with your friends on all of them because that's what we do, right? And this is one you really want to share with your friends because you do not know who is suffering in silence. You do not know who is pretending put on a great face. In fact, I just recently had somebody tell me, wow, Becky, I didn't realize you were going through that. You put on a great face. Yeah, I do. I just smile and say, everything's great. Everything's wonderful because I choose to suffer in silence. I'm, this is my coming out party. Woo. You're welcome. You're invited. So I hope this helped you. Realize that if you're going through this one, you are not alone. I see you, I feel you, and I'm here for you. And two, this is a season. This is a season. It's temporary. Know the things for you that help you move out of it. And this is one thing I didn't cover. That is when you're in the funk, like I'm a feel in this funk. If I am like, I don't want to be here. I don't, I don't like to be here. When you get into resistance in this place, it's going to take longer. I am proof. I'm, I think I really come January. I'm like, I thought it was going to be over and I was in resistance to it instead of like leaning into it and surrender to it. Okay. This is where I am right now. What do I need to do for myself to get out of it? What do I need to do for myself to move on? What do I need to do for myself to simply get through this? and come out better. That's what I'm going to leave you with. All right. Peace out.